Show, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Show. I'm back with Popular Theory. Support, subscribe, share. I'm everywhere. People, I don't own this music. About your faults or mishaps. We from the Bronx, New York, things happen. Kids clapping, love to spark the place. Half the cats in the squad got a scar on their face. It's a cold world and this is ice. Half a meal for the charm, brother, this is life. Got the phantom in front of the building, Trinity. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Alright, alright. Why you think the BX nickname it cook? How much should have been called on? All right, y'all. It's your boy Shulk on Popular Theory. I'm back. Check this out. Let me intro y'all with this. It's something that stuck with me. Give me a second. Listen to this. There's a whole lot of women that think that it is rare that men want to spend more time with their kids. I've got myself a copy here of the child support statistics from the ACFC survey. It is many pages long in teeny tiny writing. I haven't got a lot of time tonight because I got a lot of shit going on. So we're going to make this brief. We all are very familiar with the 80.5% of child support payers are non-custodial fathers. Now of that 80%, 9.5% of child support payers are satisfied with the amount of time that they spend with their children. 90.5% are not satisfied. Of those non-custodial fathers, 82% have experienced access and visitation denial which means only 18% didn't. Of the 82% that have experienced access and visitation denial, 17.7% .7 of those cases, the court did something to enforce visitation. We don't actually know exactly what. But in 82.3%, the court did nothing to enforce visitation. You want to know what the budget is every year to enforce child support collection? $6.1 billion. You want to know what the budget is from the Office of the Administration for Children and Families when it comes to enforcing visitation rights? $10 million. So women make a really good living off of making sure that everybody thinks that men don't want to spend time with their children because it keeps you in that victim mentality where you get to say, oh, poor me, I have to do it all by myself. If women pushed for 50-50 custody, not only would they have the ability to have so much more time to either work or have time away from those kids that are supposedly driving them nuts and making them crazy all the time where they never get a break and they have to do everything, give him 50% of his time and let's equalize things. When you have him your half, that's your responsibility. When he's got him his half, that's his responsibility. Full stop. been saying this shit for years people like this whole situation with child support is a fucking scam and i'm one of them 82 percenters that the woman broke down in statistics and like they say men lie women lie numbers don't and just me giving my personal spew right my situation was the same Child support nigga, child support nigga, child support nigga, child support nigga. So all I heard before we went on child support. She went on child support, put me on it, got the little money. I spoke about it. And uh, couldn't see my kid. Couldn't see her. 
could not see it for years. So child support for me lasted from 2006 until three years ago when my daughter turned 21. So years of not seeing her, years of going to court, years of putting a petition, years of missing hours, years and years and years and years, they did nothing. She lied, they investigated me. She uh, kept my daughter away, couldn't see it. We would go to court, she would show up, wouldn't show up, wouldn't show up, would show up. Rips, a rip is something that they submit, it's like a warrant, where they're basically looking for a person to detain them regardless of them not showing up to a court appearance. Nothing happened to her, she never got arrested. But guess what? That money was in her account every two weeks. And if the money didn't hit the account, arrears was attached to it. Interest. Interest that builds until you pay the debt. Interest that will cause them the system that she just spoke of, the $6.1 billion system that will fuck your life up. That will take your job or take your license if you drive. So if you drive for a living, you lose your license. You can't travel. Passport is old. Void. So at the end of the day, this is what you got to deal with. And I still couldn't see my kid. So if I did not support my child because I didn't see it, if we tied that together, I guarantee the numbers would change. If we invested in accountability for these mothers, these single parents, to not do that, to stop using their children as pawns, to create the backlash, to create the animosity, the hate. Because when one person tells a story, who's going to defend for the non-custodial parent? The parent that may have been trying. Now, when you're wrong, you're wrong. When you're fucked up, you're fucked up. But at the end of the day, men are only ones that I got to face consequences behind that shit. You're frowned upon when you don't take care of your child. Throughout the whole community, the village acknowledges that. But when are we going to acknowledge the, acknowledge the other half? that these people are getting away with fucking murder. It's bloody murder, y'all. So this week on Unpopular Theory, we're going to talk about it. Is child support really support? Or is it just a way to fuck you? Let's do this. Yeah, so that intro was just an example of what I've been saying. It's something I can attest to, something I experienced. But at the end of the day, and on some real shit, why is the system set up like that for men, good men or bad, to be fucked? Now, you know, you do your dirt, you get dirt. So the bad guy, we understand. But does he have to pay for everything? Women can make decisions about, <clears throat> excuse me, women can make decisions about bringing life into this world. It's something that a man, for all intents and purposes, cannot control. It's admirable that some women may allow a man, the man, they partner, the individual that they deal with, to make decisions that, you know, about expanded families. Because the financial, emotional investment is, is very taxing. Like absentee fathers, absentee mothers, absentee parents is something that within my community is fucking, it sucks. You know, like, and then we can say numbers that, you know, this race may be more present and that race, but at the end of the day, I know a lot of baby mothers. I know a lot of baby fathers. I know a lot of people that, I said last episode, that we make decisions 
with sex. And with sex comes children. It's just a cause and reaction. It's something that uh, we can do better at. Like Kanye West said, the Planned Parenthood, ain't nobody ever planned to be a parent in the hood. That happens a lot. Then you got like, the, you know, just the, the overall feeling that men love. And I say this all the time as a man that has three daughters. Don't let that sensation or the guy sleeping with you unprotected make you think that he's going to stick around. That shit don't make people stick around. And sometimes, not even sometimes, most of the time, these niggas ain't trying to make no babies with y'all. They just enjoy the pussy. They enjoy the sex. We enjoy the warmth, the feeling, whatever it is. We enjoy that shit. So just because she has four or five baby daddies doesn't mean that, per se, everybody wanted to make a baby boy. It's not true. She just got convenient pussy. And the convenience of the pussy produces babies. That's it. It's not rocket science. But let's get back to the topic. So, yeah, the child support shit, to me, is one of the biggest scams in the world. If it wanted to be fair, because everybody want to be fair, which is a bunch of shit. Nobody wants to play fair. <laughs> so the fact that everybody wants to play fair and be fair, right? Why not let's legislatively make this a deal to where those who pay child support 100% of the time, have to split the custody 50-50 with the uh, parent, whether it be the male or female. So essentially, as an example, I'm paying child support. My child doesn't live with me. She lives with her mother. I am the non-custodial parent. The non-custodial parent automatically, because it's all the same shit, you tie visitation or custody to that. So if you split the child in half, and say, hey, three days a week, 3.5 days a week, it's the dad's or non-custodial parent, whichever one, responsibility to clothe and feed, school, take care of the kid. And then midweek, you switch. And if the non-custodial parent is denied rights to see the child, then he, they are granted 100% custody of the child, of said child. I guarantee that if laws is passed to do this shit, the child support shit will go away so motherfucking quick. That's how you resolve it. That's all you got to do. You tie the child to the finances. You follow the money, get the hundred. That's it. It's not rocket science, but they won't do it. Because like the lady said, you have to perpetuate the victim mentality. And this is not saying that women are not victimized, but men are even more victimized on this aspect. So if you want to talk about equality, you got to look at it in a whole, not a half. Not a half, a whole. And this is not me condemning anybody. This has just been in fact. If you want to solve the child support issue, the deadbeat dad shit, let's hold both parties accountable. Let's tie Support to visitation. And then I bet you we weed out all the bullshit. But y'all don't want to have that talk. Hey, hey. Just want to keep it the same way. 
Now, you may have people who think like this, and I applaud you. Love you. But you're far in between. Like, my BM used to use child support as a weapon prior to me being on child support. Child support, nigga, that's all I heard. Child support, nigga, child support, it was like a threat that I didn't give a fuck about hearing. Like, oh my God, here she go with this shit. But just imagine if I'm not rap mentally, right? If I wasn't who I was, and I was somebody who was easily or less stern in their emotions. That shit, you fuck with somebody money, they'll kill you for that. This is why things happen. Like, I come from an era where people were doing shit, like the movie Another Girl on IRT. That was shot in my hood. That was from my time where I grew up. Old movie, but check it out, people. Age flex. But it's some real shit. <laughs> I know I'm old, I'm old. Embrace it, though. But you got to really think about that, man. It's tied together. You used to always find uh, dead babies and garbage cans. It used to be disgusting back in the days. Because, like I said, sex is so adult, but it's so non-adult. Like, it's in, a, it's in a move, it's in a feeling, it's in emotions. It's, it's all that wrapped into one. It could be great. It could be wonderful. But out of the moments, life can be created and destroyed within them strokes. So it's like, it's scary, but it's factual. And this child support shit is tied into a lot of things, systemically that we have to deal with as a culture. You have people that have limited understanding and education about the environment. You got people that see things that are conditioned to believe that struggle is success, and success is some sucker shit. And what I say, what I mean, and I want y'all to really grasp this, the listeners, right, my fans, and I appreciate you. Appreciate you guys a million percent. When you are a guy in the hood, we're going to say you the square, the regular guy, right? The guy who grew up and wanted more for himself. He may not be exciting. The Urkel, for lack of better words. The fucking guy, the point Dexter, whatever you call him, the dweeb, the geek, the, the whatever the fuck, right? That guy, it's not attractive. He's corny because he's safe. He's doing shit with, like, efficiency. He's using his momentum, his education, his foresight, his understanding, and he's doing what the fuck he does. But to the woman that is the, the top woman, He's the bottom feeder until life hits her. Then shit changes. But like I said, the DDN, the, the toxic dick guy, the swag guy, the prisoner, the, the intro that I used a couple episodes back with the dating uh, consultant said that the bad guy that the woman wants her to find, the swag, all that shit. He's the one that has multiple baby mothers. He's the one that has multiple opportunities. He's the one that has a plethora of options. 
And you want him because of his options, because of his swag, because of whatever that edge he has. And that creates the whole paradigm that we have with the deadbeat dads or the absentee fathers or whatever you want to call Because the nice guys, the hard worker, the one you're overlooking, the boring guy, you know what I'm saying? And then let's just say for shits and giggles, the boring guy becomes the baby dad when he finally gets a chance. And then she's like, oh, yeah, you have a kid. And nine times out of ten in most situations or scenarios, he's not the first choice. He's the afterthought. So all that plays a part into how systemically and how the situation is with child support. You got good guys. You got bad women. You got good women. You got bad guys. You got bad people. It's just all across the board. So what are we going to do? Are we going to sit there and say we want shit to be equal but do nothing about it and then have women weaponize child support and visitation and then on the back end complain about absentee fathers? You can't have it all ways, people. You got to give something to get. So all this screaming that you want to be equal, you want to be treated fairly, sometimes we got to look in the mirror at each other. We got to look at ourselves as well. Why are we looking at mirror? We do it as individuals, then we can do it as a whole. Sometimes you got to hold your friend account- uh, accountable. I remember, I think I spoke about this uh, a couple years ago. I had a friend, still cool to this day. I was, uh, he was going through something with his uh, child's mom at the time. She had two kids for him. And uh, he financially, to my understanding, didn't have it. He didn't have a fucking dime. He was struggling. He was in between jobs and school. You know what I mean? On hard, on hard times. So I was led to believe. So me being kind of like the middleman between the situation, being like, yo, I'm going to get your boy, 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 your boy, your boy, your boy. Whatever he could do, she was calling his mom. She was doing all types of shit to basically get him to financially provide for his kids. And I'm like, yo, he ain't got it. You can't make him give something he ain't have. Long as he's putting the effort to be in there and trying to get on his feet, give him some time. Said it. I advocated for this man. And you know what happened? He was getting it. Yo, find out he was getting it. And you know who told me? She did. She said, yo, all this shit that you was telling me about your boy, that he ain't have it, that he was down and out, find out this motherfucker making X, Y, Z dollars, and now he got to give me way more than I wanted. And he got to give it to 21 for two. I said, this motherfucker. And I was telling him, like, yo, bro, I'm getting whipped right now for one. Don't let them whip you for two. He's like, I ain't got it. So when I found that shit, I went straight to the source because it's my man. Yo, nigga, I stood in the... Man, needless to say, he was like, yeah, my bad, bro. You know, it, it fucked me up because that was my dude and I was like going for him. And it was what it was. So that's just one example of how men, real men, hold their peers accountable. Do women do that same thing? I don't know. I've never had that experience, so get in the comments. Let me know. But I've never had that experience. I I believe that 
and I'm speaking from my experience and what I've seen from people and myself. That that shit is far in between. It's not a case by case. It's like case one and then case 25. And I'm not saying that people don't hold friends accountable, but you never really hear a woman screaming at the next woman like, hey, bitch, let them see them kids. I just watched, uh, what's the show? Rap shit. And looking at the dynamic on how it's a story, but it felt so familiar. It's fictional, but it felt fact, factual. Like seeing the, the, the shit played out with the the baby daddy and the one of the main stars of the show, like she shits on this guy. And all he does is try his best to be a co-parent with her. Every now and then they may miss, get mixy with each other. But for the most part, her character is a fucking shitty chick to deal with. I could not deal with her energy and how she is. Like the last the season finale, for those who watched the show, she was big mad at her, her baby daddy because he got a girl. And this one woman has a daughter that his daughter plays with. And the fact that his baby mother is toxic, She's passing the toxic traits onto his child. So the child was like, didn't want the, his, the, her friend to come to her party. She came, the child started spazzing. Now, meanwhile, the mother the whole time is hating on this chick. Her friends, oh, they just talk about this guy because he's fucking with this chick. They shitting on him. And the chick seems like she's a nice girl, a nice woman respectful she she's interested in the, the guy and she cares about the child so to make a long story short it was a messy situation but that shit just resonated because it's like his baby mom's is out here fucking whoever she wants she's doing whatever he wants she's being very messy and she's shitting on him with his child she's shitting on him in front of his child she did some fuck shit y'all gotta see the show but that shit resonated hard with me because i'm someone that dealt with that shit I dealt with not seeing my child. I dealt with the arguing. I dealt with the messy shit. I dealt with the child support, nigga. I dealt with the mixiness. I dealt with the insults on uh, social media. This is what men deal with. Good guys. So when a guy does some shit like that and you got to deal with it, what the fuck to do? You, yeah, I got to take accountability. I take accountability for having a child with a bum bitch. But that's something I did. I had to grow from that. Spoke about that. And I don't give a fuck now. Because she's a bum bitch and she always will be. And to her, I'm a bum ass nigga. Factual. It is what it is though. So I made a bad choice. And I learned and I vowed to never do that shit again. But what do we say about the multiple offenders on both ends? That's why I said systemically, culturally, we need to figure this shit out. Stop having these fuck babies over passion. Stop having fuck babies over dumb feelings. Stop having fuck babies just because you don't believe in abortions and everybody telling you not to do this and blah, 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 blah. Don't listen to the peanut gallery because they nine times out of ten are miserable bitches and dumbass niggas who don't know better. 
Don't listen to your auntie them and your uncle them who got multiple kids and ain't happy. It's bitter, broken individuals. Do better. Think better. Move better. Live off experiences of yourself, your peers, and the forefathers who came before you. That's how we can fix this shit. We gotta stop, y'all. Child support, nigga. Shit corny. Toxic shit. Corny. All this shit corny. And at the end of the day, Sexy Red is still somebody's baby mother. It just shows you how fucked up this world is. NBA young boy still knocking down and having kids everywhere. It's a culture thing. It's supported by us. Perpetuated by us as well. When we gonna say enough is enough? Until then, this shit ain't gonna never stop. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. So you can preach to it, talk to it, think about it. But if you ain't really got that elevation and that motion in your heart and in your mind, make that shit come true, it ain't gonna never change. So niggas gonna be niggas, bitches gonna be bitches. And CPS, ACS, whatever the fuck, family court, all that shit gonna make spend $6.1 billion for the black divide, the brown divide. Our fucking kids are being raised in systems and fucked all over. So we need to change that. All right? Let's get off this. So I'm fucking disgusted with this Remy shit, man. I heard the uh, easy to block shit. I bought this up a couple episodes ago. And I was like, I'm still going to say allegedly, but man, oh man, that fucking shit fucked my head up. That audio irked my soul. Irked my fucking soul. Because hearing the shit how he was saying, and he's a st- stuttering Stanley-ass young dude, man. And again, I don't know what Pap and Remy going through. Hope they can fix it. Like, I said something about Cardi and Offset. Use a comparison and shit. Excuse me, but this shit is just wild, man. People go through shit. It's, it's just, and I mean, family shit, but you don't disrespect nobody like that. And again, like I said, if Cardi get back with Offset, I don't want to hear her rants. Because, like, fool me once, shame on me. I mean, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. She been fooled a lot of motherfucking times. She is hosting Ringling Brothers and Barney Belly Circus. About her baby daddy, her husband. That's what it is. She's been clowning for the nigga. It's sorry, but it is. It is what it is. She has been. I hope it work out, but nah. She's gonna be back on social media talking that shit. And what's the purpose of holding his feet to the fire and never burning them shits? Like, you gotta burn them shits off, man. Cause he's just gonna walk all over you. And it is what it is. But yeah, so that that Remy shit, it hit because it's like black women are not protected. They're the most unprotected group of women on earth. That's the narrative that's being pushed down our throats. Don't believe it. Bunch of shit because I know niggas that died from black women that weren't even theirs. But we're not going to go there today. But anyway. So. You shit on that man that held you down. Now people's like, oh, you know... You're entitled to want to be who and you want to be with this, that, and the third. But, yeah, I get it. But what's the reward for being loyal? For anybody. Man and women. We're talking about Pap now because 
there's no fucking outcry. It's not on every media. Like people are not beating down walls and ban Remy. It's just a little corner, small market. Scrappy had to jump out on social media and say some shit like, yo, well, nobody's standing in the gap for Pat. No one checking on him, like I said. No one gives a fuck about the man. But if he's not providing 100% of the time, he's not uplifting 100% of the time, he's not around for his kids, he's a fuck-up. So you're going to report when the nigga ain't shit, and when the nigga is shit and gets shitted on, silence, silent, or be silenced. It's just quiet. Tumbleweeds, birds chirp. Because nothing else is going on. No one gives a fuck. Like I said about Kiki Palmer and what the shit she did with her baby daddy. No one gives a fuck. But you know what? I turn on the TV. I look on my phone. Kiki all up and down the time streams and timelines and all that shit for her new endorsements. Ain't that some shit? And that's my time, people. Remember, support, subscribe, share. Unpopular Theory. Wherever you get your podcast, I'm on every platform. Remember, I'm your boy Show, and I'm out this motherfucker. And people, I don't own this music. Robbery, extortion, a baby grand larceny. I did it all, I put the pieces to the puzzle. Till it's long, I knew me and my people was gonna bubble. Came out the gate on the flow, Joe. Fat brother with the thing with the logo. Kids in my I'm out this shit. Pull up my pants and do the rock away. Now lean back, lean back, lean back. For real people, yo, we gotta do better, man. If we don't do better, we fuck. Man. I'm not holding nobody's accountable. I'm holding us. Let's make this right. Hard to the easy, into the wizard. My arms stay breezy, the dawn stay fizzy. Got a date at eight, I'm in the 740 fizzy. And I just bought a bike so I can ride till I die with a matching jacket. About to cop me a mansion. My squad in the club, but you know they not dancing. We gangsta and gangsters don't dance with boogies. So never mind how we got in here with weapons and hoodies.